Welcome, welcome, and welcome, my friends, to another exciting edition of the Doghouse. My name is Will, I am your host, and this is the podcast for the best fantasy football league in the entire world. There might be a better podcast for this league. I I haven't heard about it, but if there is one, it's probably better. But this is the only official podcast for the best league possible. And here's all I can tell. It's the best league possible. Some people go on Google News. Some people go on Bing. Some people LOC. And that's my shout out right there to BT, the episode MVP. Well done, BT. Another episode MVP. Why? Because you said your news source is our league. And why does that get you the trophy? Because it's mine too. <laughs> it seriously is. I get like all my like current events from you guys. So I appreciate that very much. And, and I'm very happy to say that even though this is completely impromptu and there is nothing written. Sorry about that. Remember last time when I said everything would be written from here on out? What I meant was who knows? Uh, so nothing is written tonight. Everything is impromptu. And I am so, so, so happy that I am not hosting alone. I do have a co-host. And so let me throw it over to the cat box. Big round of applause for the cat box, everybody. Woo-hoo-hoo! Will, cat box checking in. Two weeks away from NFL football. Pumped. Can't wait. What's up? I am also so excited for the regular season to be starting. It is around the corner. And you know what? Let's not mess around. I'll give I'll give roll call on the animals later. We'll fa- I'll, I'll slip that in later. Let's get after it. The first thing we gotta do is we gotta get into some news. All right, we're going to be super quick with the news because there's not been a whole lot that has happened since our last episode. If we go to the pinned chats, all that we've had is a trade between BT and Needham where a guy I've never heard of was traded for a guy never heard of. And when I say that, it sounds like I know something that they don't know. It's actually the exact opposite. Needham and BT are playing chess and I'm over here playing checkers. I have no idea who they just traded each other for. So here's what I will say. Washington doesn't have a a team name, but they have a running back named Patterson and a linebacker named Davis. And apparently, apparently, apparently Needham and BT know who these guys are. So I say we all follow BT and Needham because apparently they know like extra guys. Because they're, I literally have no idea who either of them are. And, uh, that's why Needham is also an MVP of this episode, a.k.a. all share MVPs as I see fit. Uh, well done, BT and Needham. And you know what? Let's not, let's not even mess around with too much with the news. Let's just get after it. Let's get into this week one preview. Let's do this. <laughs> and then he realizes, oh, then he realizes that has been recording for like another four or five seconds. All right, let's try, let's try that again. All right, let's go ahead and get into the, the what is it? The, um, the nuts and potatoes, the meat and bolts. Yeah. 
I'm so excited. Let's get into it. Let's get the week one preview. Needham, let's do this. That first week, first week. Oh, what do you got? What do you got? We got right off the bat. We'll start with my game. Why not? Um, we got me versus Mark Stanley. Mark Stanley, uh, you know, he's favored. Project to score more. Definitely has a week one MVP of Dalvin Cook shaping up. Um, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to be leaning heavily on my two receivers, McLaurin and Lamb, if I'm going to do any type of, uh, of, uh, of upset and that's gotta be where it is. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I'm right there with you, but I'm actually going to pivot a little bit on the matchup MVP. I think the MVP is going to be Joe Mixon. Obviously, the, the house money is on Dalvin Cook, but I think Mixon is going to have a phenomenal year, and I think Cook is going to have a very respectable 83 yards and a touchdown day, and I think Joe Mixon is going to get about 145 total yards. Uh, and you heard it here first. All right, Needham, what else do you have in the rest of this matchup? Oh, week one bust you for me? God. It's got to be my running backs, right? Either uh, Leonard Fournette or J.K. Dobbins. Um, for uh, Mark Stanley, it's going to be Matt Ryan, Joe Mixon, Kenny Galladay, Odell Beckham. It's going to be any of that. So if he has uh, multiple bust use, I got a chance. So quoting a famous movie, so you're saying there's a chance. So your strategy is just to list off everyone on his roster who could possibly bust and then say, therefore, you have a chance. I like it. I like it. Okay. So I'm going to say the bust you. All right. The bust you has got to come from the losing team. Sorry to break it, but I got need him. I got you losing. And I'm going to say the bust you comes. I'm going to say it comes from Leonard Fournette. I think Fournette's going to get you like three and a half points. And you're going to be like, really? Fucking thanks. But hey. Uh, let's just because I have the bust you on your team and you coming up with the loss doesn't mean that you do. So let's finish this out. Who is the sneaky start and who's also winning this matchup? Honestly, well, you're going to have to call the sneaky start because um, I'm just not seeing it. Um, on my side, I probably have a better chance of a sneaky start with either a defense or Robert Tanyan. Um, and on on Mark's side, well, I mean, he's kind of loaded, honestly. I mean, Ridley, Chubb, Waller, none of those guys are going to be sneaky starts. I always already uh, signaled the other three for, like, bust you potential, but they wouldn't be a sneaky start. Um, at best, I guess it's Matt Ryan because he goes off with Ridley and Pitts. So uh, what do you think? I agree 100%. Stanley has one of those rosters that a sneaky start is not that sneaky. You can tell because he's like an absolute stud. So uh, since I think he's going to win, the sneaky start that I'll give him is Odell Beckham Jr. Because Odell Beckham Jr. actually sucks now. I don't know if, if y'all have figured that out. But he's actually not that good. Um, he was good, and then he got injured a couple times. And now he's been making it on like, you know, good looks and <laughs> charisma <laughs> PR and such, but he's not actually still like really good. So I think, uh, Stanley's bust you would be 
uh, Ridley, excuse me, not Ridley. Uh, what did I just say? OBJ, excuse me. <laughs> I looked down and saw Ridley's name. No, Ridley is not a bust you. Ridley is a goddamn stud. But okay, so I would say the sneaky start, not bust you, excuse me, the sneaky start uh, would be OBJ only because some of us know that he sucks and it's actually kind of a sneaky uh, start. Uh, but overall, Needham, who you actually think is going to win this week? Yes, of course I'm predicting an upset for myself because I'm I'm honestly not going to uh, pick against myself. This is a, so, you know, you're going to get 17 projections for me uh, over the course of the season to win. Uh, you know, do I have a chance of losing? Yes, 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 yes. But uh, I don't foresee it. All right. All right. Well, I will dis- – uh, look, I love your brand loyalty, <laughs> loyalty to yourself. I love that. You have that self-confidence. I also will be banking, betting on myself for 17 weeks. Uh, but I, I cannot bet on you this week. I will say that I think Stanley's going to win. But I think it's going to basically be a nail-biter. I think Stanley's going to win by a player two. Um, and really, that's what Sleeper has it as as well. It's not like there's some huge disparity in your projected scores. Uh, I agree that McLaurin and CeeDee Lamb are going to have to be big for you. But honestly, they could get four touchdowns between the two of them. So I like your chances. Uh, I agree they're saying there's a chance. But I will, I will go with Stanley. Who is up next? I don't even know what the next matchup is. What's the next matchup? Next up, next up, yep, Jason Kelly versus Ben Rose. Big time, big time. Um, real simple, uh, pretty balanced teams. Uh, ben Rose has the slight projected advantage, but that doesn't mean anything nowadays. Um, I would tell you MVP for each team. Um, it's probably going to be Robert Woods on the – on uh, Jason Kelly's team. Uh, and then uh, we'll go with uh, a pissed off Aaron Rodgers. I know that also pisses you off for picking him, but those are going to be the MVPs. And then uh, right into it for bust use, bust use. I'm, I'm picking Josh Jacobs first week and Clyde Edwards Hilaire for uh, week one. And as we look at the next matchup, like you said, we have Rose versus Kelly, who I think is a pretty even matchup. They faced up in the semis or the finals last year. No, when they faced up in the semis, I believe, uh, in the inaugural year. And so here we are once again. We see Rose having the slight advantage. I actually am going to go with the MVP on the winning side. I like how you're doing MVPs for both sides, like, who the MVP would be if that team would win. I like that. It's better than me, my friend. I'm going to go with the MVP on the team I think I'm gonna, is going to win. I'm going to go with Captain America winning, and I think the MVP is going to be... Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say Hollywood Brown. I think Hollywood Brown is going to get like two touchdowns and 175 yards. So basically, I think he's going to have like a really nice day and get a big one. Then the sneaky start is going to be Mike Williams. So I see Jason Kelly using two of the picks in the original Michael Thomas trade as the MVP and the sneaky start as Jason Kelly beats Rose in week one matchup. Uh, we also have uh, the bust use 
And uh, I didn't look at that yet. I know Neem, you already got to that. Neem, who do you think is going to win this? So uh, sneaky starts really hard. Um, you know, at, at this time of year, nobody's really that sneaky. But uh, let's go with uh, Ben Rose uh, lining up Komet at tight end. And uh, Marquise Brown for... Uh, Jason Kelly, I'd love to pick an upset here, but you know I think Eckler and Rogers are going to have big uh, opening weeks, and that just leans me to uh, picking Ben Rose, um, not based on the projections, but just based on those two players specifically having a a really big week. All right, that's some that's that's some pretty. Good points there. Uh, I gotta say that I think you may have converted me, but I'm gonna stick with my gut and say that. So you you like Hollywood Brown as your sneaky start? See, that's why I have him as my MVP. We both we both see his potential to get a big score in Week One. Uh, basically, one big play and also a regularly nice game. That that'll do it. That'll be that that'll be a wide receiver one week in Week One. All right, and so now you have, uh, yeah, I was with I was with Jason, but now that you mention it, I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna go crazy. I think he's gonna have like that, like, oh, I do whatever I want, uh, chip on his shoulder, and that's gonna be great for me with Devontae Adams when he puts up like forty five points by himself. Uh, so, ugh. all right. I said that Jason's going to win. I'm going to stick with it. I totally see your argument for Rose, but I'm going to go with Jason. And so for a bust you, I'm going to say commit. I'm going to say commit. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't make that step forward, at least in week one. And it, it kind of comes back to haunt Rose. What do we have next, my friend? Yeah, that brings us to a biggie here. Um, one of the league favorites, Rick Weiland, heavily favorite on uh, projection against Adam Hensley. Adam actually has a really good team, just got a really tough draw against Rick's uh, kind of big projection. He'd be uh, projected higher than me if he was starting. Um, let's get out. Let's get after it, though. MVP for the week has to be Adam Jones and... Uh, Say Jonathan Taylor, um, bust you. I'm going to go with Devontae Parker of the Miami uh, Dolphins. You know, I, I like to, I think Tua is going to be throwing more waddle. And bust you's got to be uh, Hopkins, or I'm sorry, Chris Godwin at Tampa Bay. So I love that you're giving MVPs and bust you's for both sides. That is above and beyond. And you know what? I'm not surprised. Now, I, I'm not, I'm not as good as you. So I'm going to go ahead and just give the MVPs for the team I think is going to win and the bust use for the team that's going to lose. But again, I acknowledge that while doing that, I'm not as good as you as you're doing both. Uh, and I do like that you're, you're putting two different timelines out there uh, to see which one you could be right. So I actually think that Wyland is going to beat Adam like you as well. I, I think you're about to say that. Um, I actually think his MVP is going to be Hopkins. I'm a huge DeAndre Hopkins fan. Uh, he is someone that I was uh, going to take in the first round. If Rick didn't, uh, he took Hopkins right in front of me at the six overall spot. Not the seven overall spot when I took Devontae Adams, something like that. 
Um, but so I will take Hopkins as the MVP and as the bus you, I'm going to go with Thielen. Oh, I might be changing at the last second. No, I'm going to go with Thielen. Uh, I, uh, I, I talked about it in a previous episode. Thielen was pretty touchdown dependent, almost like a goddamn tight end last year. And so I think, I think we just need to readjust what we think of Thielen and uh, I think that starts in week one, and that's the bust you. But, uh, Needham, I want to know what you think about the sneaky start and actual final production. Just like that last one, it's really hard for uh, Rick Wyland to have a sneaky start. But looking at his lineup right now, the sneaky start's going to be Jalen Hurts. If Hurts has a big game, that's the sneaky start right there. Um, and, you know, for... Uh, for Adam, that's also, it's still kind of hard to pick a sneaky start, but I'll go with, uh, Ronald Jones, right? Rolling out Ronald Jones in a, in an undetermined backfield from Tampa Bay could work out and, uh, make this game a lot closer than it should be. But, uh, you know, projections wise, we're going to have to go with, um, the league runner up from last year and assume that he pulls out. Um, a victory. So there's going to be a lot of victories from some heavy favorites this year. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree completely. I think we have, uh, we had an arms race and we've now had sellers and we have now uh, in this dynasty league really set the different tiers. Uh, and there are a handful of us that are absolutely going for it this year. There are a handful of us that are absolutely not going for it this year. And there are a handful of us that have a really good team and are like, I could win this year. Not, that's actually not unforeseeable at all. Uh, and so that is what I'm happy to see. But I, I do agree with you that I think we're going to have um, the top teams, kind of like college football. I think we're going to have the top three or four teams dominate the regular season. And... You know, I say that out loud, and I hear it, and I'm just like, mm, that's not how it ever happens. What actually happens is people get injured, your depth gets challenged, you end up finding out, like, who really makes it, and teams that you didn't think were going to be good were good, teams that you thought were going to be good weren't good, and at the end of the day, we're all, like, seven points apart. So, I think that's what will actually happen. Uh, but at the same point, if I have had to bet money... I'm right there betting with you that I think the three or four of us that have decided to sell all the way out for this year are going to be winning a lot of regular season games. I think R-Dub is one of them. I think he does win uh, this week one matchup against Adam. I agree with you that I absolutely like Adam's uh, roster, uh, but with, with like you said, it's hard, it's hard to find a... a, a, a a sneaky start on a roster this deep. So I agree that oh, I'll go with Chase. I'll go with Jamar Chase. I'll think I'll say uh, Jamar Chase, the rookie, will uh, end up having uh, 52 yards and a touchdown, and he'll have a he gets to do find, he gets to find the end zone in his inaugural game in the NFL, and it'll be a real nice moment. Uh, and I do see. Uh, R-Dub winning this week one matchup. Let's move on. What do we have next? These next two games are the most 
lopsided predictions or uh, you know points projections that I think we've seen since joining this. So I'll, I'll do them in tandem. But I mean, um, you know, Eric Wolfit has a ninety nine percent win probability against Doctor Detroit Rick Pierce. Um, we pretty much all know why, and we know that Rick has got about ten thousand um, first round draft picks in the next uh, couple couple of two years. But um, he still has to have uh, an MVP for the game. And uh, let's just go with the rookie Najee Harris at Pittsburgh. And uh, for um, Eric, I, you know, let Russ cook. Um, Russell Wilson. It's going to come out gunning just like uh, last year. Well, this is a great game to break down because you have Russell Wilson as the MVP. I don't even have Wolfett starting Russell Wilson in this game. I have him starting Lamar Jackson, and here's why. It is so much more fun to start Lamar Jackson, and he's going against Wolfett, who, or excuse me, Wolfett is going sorry guys. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Uh, Wolf is going against Pierce, and Pierce is in full rebuilding mode, as Neem alluded to, with a 1% chance. So Wolf is going to win. The former champ is going to win this game, going to win this matchup. Uh, but I have a guy that is currently on his bench as the MVP. So I love that you did the, the MVP for the losing team as well, Needham. I'm just going to go ahead and just, just, just for being succinct. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have the bust you be, uh, uh, there's a lot of, uh, Tevin Coleman. Uh, Tevin Coleman, I don't have to say anything more about that. And the sneaky start for Wolfit is going to be, uh, oh, Irv Jr. Irv Jr. is going to find himself in the end zone. It's going to be a sneaky start. None of y'all are going to see it coming, even though. We've been talking about Irv Jr. for like seven months. So uh, nicely done, Wolfett. I'm going to give you a nice 1-0 and start to this week. And Needham, who in the world do we have next, my friend? All right. No sneaky start for Wolfett. Straight up, his team's too good. He doesn't have a sneaky start. Um, his bust you will be Saquon Barkley. Uh, haven't seen anything from him, so... Uh, he might not even line up week one, so he'll have a bust you, no sneaky start. His roster's just really solid. Um, and uh, Dr. Dick will have a uh, – will give TJ Hawkinson the sneaky start. Uh, and then the bust you, half his roster. <laughs> what, I mean, <laughs> there's not much else to say. Projections-wise, fairly easy. It's hard to pick against a 99% projection. So uh, Wolfit skates through to uh, a first a week one win, and yeah, I guess I moved on a little bit too quickly. Yeah, this we're we're done with this one, right? Wolfit's going to beat Pierce. It's not going to be close, and uh, I don't even care about sneaky start or whichever one I didn't do. Good times. Let's move on. Let's keep the content rolling. Next on the list. Coastal Georgia Gators against a douchery in motion. <laughs> also, another route, uh, 97% win percentage projection-wise. Um, just a route. Um, too many MVP possibilities on the left of the screen. Too few MVP possibilities on the right of the screen. Um, but 
going with uh, Brent Torres, BT. Uh, Dak Prescott's going to perform. He really is. So that's going to be his week one MVP. And um, we're going to have to give it up to Devontae Adams because you can't give uh, a weekly MVP to uh, Aaron Rodgers on one team without identifying Devontae on another. I agree completely, as you would expect. I am confident uh, that I will be able to uh, uh, take care of business in week one. See, so I'm in like that like Alabama sort of stage where you're like, no, you're ex- if, you, if you're expected to win every single week. So like I'm currently <laughs> I'm currently projected for 187 points. Our league average was 141, 140, 140 to 145 consistently for the last three seasons uh and so this or wait this is the third season so last two seasons and so uh this is is uh the projections this year are way bigger than we've ever seen and so yes i am projected to win by a lot uh bt is not going for the title this year so i also will take myself uh for MVP, I'll just go ahead and take in CMC for bust you. I'm actually going to take Dak Prescott as you take you took him as his MVP. I'm going to take Dak as the bust you for BT because what I was saying today is he's not actually totally healthy. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and have that be the bust you. The sneaky start. Uh, I'm going to have Mostert be the sneaky start. Mostert's going to get like a top five week. And you're like, oh, yeah, right, yeah, right, you're right. We're going up against Detroit. We're going against Detroit, and Shanahan's going to want to make sure that the cameras are not on Jimmy G the entire time. And so he's just going to let him hand off to Mostert and let, let the rookie watch. And Mostert's going to get a lot of points in the first half of the season. Mostert's going to get me into the playoffs and not be able to help me in the playoffs at all. That's what I think is going to happen. But so I see Mostert as my sneaky start. And Needham, what do we have next? Like we said, easy game to predict. Um, Coastal Georgia Gators in a walkaway route over uh, BT's team. Um, sneaky starts. Are there any for Coastal Georgia? I don't think so. Um, maybe Raheem Mostert. That's eh, going to have to be that. But that can also be your... Uh, your, um, you know, your bust you candidate as well. And I'll say Michael Gallup as a bust you on uh, BT side with uh, Mark Andrews as the sneaky start, even though, you know, fourth pre-rank uh, tight end shouldn't be a sneaky start, but there's not much there else to work with. So um, again, Coastal Georgia in a route. Yes, I agree. I'm going to go ahead. This, this is just, again, classic. I'm going for it now. BT is going for it in the future. We happen to be paired up against each other in the in the regular season. And look, if I lose, this is one of those where if I miss the playoffs or my seating sucks in the playoffs or it hurts against me, this is one of those you look back and go, how the hell did I lose that? Uh, I'm absolutely expected to win, and I expect I will. And what do we have next? What's the next matchup? Which brings us to our reigning champion, Rick's father versus Danielson. Rick's father, the reigning champion. I'm going to cut to the chase. You heard it here first. 
Upset Central. Daniel Son will take the win over Rick's father in week one with an MVP of Patrick Mahomes versus um, Justin Jefferson as the champion's uh, MVP. Oh, I like that take. I like it very much, but I'm going to go the other direction. I'm going to say that the reigning champion Rob Cow Poly Basketball 08 mm-hmm. uh, he's going to win he's, I mean, he's, he's not winning in like the username category CPBB Ball Rob Rob Robo uh, but Rick's father team champion only one touchdown away from my projection on week one I do have him coming up victorious so I do not have the MVP as Mahomes I have the MVPS, Kamara. I think Kamara, who I am very much looking forward uh, to getting in the uh, Super Bowl glory draft. I have the third overall pick. I'm expecting CMC and Dalvin Cook to go one and two. And I'm not going to take Derrick Henry. I'm going to take Kamara. What's funny is that my two choices are Kamara and Henry. And both are <laughs> uh, booby uh, dynasty running backs. Someone offered me the fourth pick for my second and third or whatever it was. Uh, and so I was actually looking at an opportunity of having Kamara and Henry in a redraft league just to match up with Bowie's uh, dynasty roster. But I did not for week one matchup. I will say that uh, Booby's going to win. And I will say that Kamara is going to be the MVP. Maybe it's because he put 62.2 points on uh, our dub last year in the finals. Uh, maybe not. But regardless, it's just you can't really not. Yeah, you just can't bet against Kamara. So that who is who I see as uh, winning this matchup and the MVP. Uh, Needham, what are some? What do you got on this matchup? Um, sneaky start for the uh, Danielson squad. has got to be Kareem Hunt and... Uh, Champ does not get a sneaky start. Well, I'll give him Daryl Henderson because I don't think he knew that uh, you know he'd be a starter by the when he during the off season. So those will be the two sneaky starts. But again, it's a pretty big projection: eighty percenter to twenty percenter high score um, predicted for Rick's father. But uh, we're just gonna go out there, like I said, Daniel Son for the win. I like it. I appreciate it. And I love the projection. I'm not going to go that same way, but that is why we are phenomenal co-hosts. And also, did we get every single game in? You know what? We sure as hell did, didn't we? So as I look at this, I I, I, I realize all I did was just pick the favorite each time. Now, now that you actually took someone to win, although you just picked the guy that was going up against Bo- Booby, which I appreciate. But like, <laughs> now that I actually see you taking an underdog, I realize I just took chalk the entire way. And I think here's what here's what I think this season's going to be. I think we have a couple, a few guys that have gone for it, or have Stanley's kind of just drafted into it with one trade uh, on top of it. But I think we have a few guys that are absolutely going for it and a few guys that are building. And like I said earlier, and I think we're going to have more games and kind of like college football where like you kind of know, like they're going to be bigger upsets now. Uh, And I 
think that might end up being pretty cool because I think it'll be like super obvious what's going to happen and then we actually play it out and like it's actually not obvious at all it's much much closer even though the projections are going to be like oh you're going by 35 and it's like no it's like three point difference or something like that so i think that's going to be really cool this season uh and on this last matchup i do actually have again chalk uh so i will take booby uh to cover against danielson and for the sneaky star, uh, I don't know. I don't see anyone sneaky, like you said. So, uh, sure, Henderson. Yeah, dude, his, the champs roster is a little too stacked for a sneaky star. But that is it for the week one preview. I want to thank everyone so much uh, for hanging in there. And I know I said this is a fireside chat, and I do apologize. I totally am. Um, I have two fires going out here. And, uh, but I realized, uh, as I was setting those fires that in California, uh, setting fires is not exactly something that's just done as casually as I'm describing. So I do apologize. And, uh, I very much, uh, remember exactly what it was like last summer, not being able to have the kids go outside because the smoke was so bad. So I hope, uh, that the smoke is not horrible right where you are and, uh, and I will, hey, look, we're actually going to, we're going to California in a couple weeks. So me and the kids, not Hillary, but the kids and I will be in California, uh, for my mom's birthday and one of my fancy football, uh, uh, redraft leagues, uh, drafts, and we will be there. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, and with all of that said, I think it's about time to wrap it up. I like it. Let's do it. Let's wrap it up right now. As he says, as he's trying to buy time to stall to press the button. So now, a word from our sponsor. Are you a shady motherfucker? Do you not like speaking to people as if they're actual people, but instead as if they are just pawns that you can manipulate because your life is sad and you're trying to make a few extra bucks? Do you really want to be living in a world where, like, regular ethics and societal norms don't apply, well then you, my friend, might want to work at a car dealership because Jesus Christ, the supply and demand is so lopsided right now that you can treat a customer as if they're actively trying to rob you while you're trying to sell them something. Do you want to treat people like this while still working? Come apply at the car dealership, at least down the coast of Georgia. That was longer than it should have been. All right, let's go ahead and get into reviewing an old trade. I love reviewing old trades. Let's do it. I said I would go in order. And last week we had the Joe Mixon trade. And I said it in the last episode that the Joe Mixon trade really was the one that started the arms race. And the Joe Mixon trade by Stanley... The one made me look at my roster and really ask myself, am I going to finish in fifth place every season? And I looked at my roster and I said, yes, you're going to finish in fourth to seventh place every single year. And you got to do something. And I thought, you know what? I think I drafted enough depth that I think I can go for it. And so I traded for the... 101 in any startup before that point, at that point, and since that point. And I got Christian 
McCaffrey. Not that I've actually had score any points for my team, except for like, I think one week. Uh, but who did I trade him for? Josh Jacobs, who was the number, he was the RB8 last year while well, everyone hated him so much. RB8 last year. Cam Akers, who was projected to be the running back eight this year, and then super unfortunate injury. It's not like I traded him because I thought he was injury prone. That was just unlucky. Uh, and then the first round pick of last year, which turned into the 110, which I think I said in the last episode turned into Rashad Bateman. So right now, um, I'm losing the trade. Oh, by the way, that trade was with Austin. Austin uh, had the 101 in our in our draft, and he took, wait, he had the 101 in our draft and took McCaffrey, right? Not the 102. He had the 101 and Wolf had the 102? Wait a second. Oh, God damn it. Don't you hate when when uh, you have a thought that pops in your head and you try to think through it in the moment? I'm realizing in the moment that I'm not going to be able to pull it off. So I'm going to assume that Austin took McCaffrey 101 in their initial startup dynasty draft. I'll obviously look that up for the next segment. And uh, he ended up pressing his luck and sending it over for Jacobs Acres and 2021 first round. Now that says the 106, uh, but I didn't have the 106 in the first round this last year. I had the 110. So uh, I think I'm pretty sure since it was a 2021 first round, it was the 110 and not the 106. So anyway, uh, the actually the 106 was the 2020 that I had, and that's why I took Cam Akers, ironically enough. But Anyway, uh, I would say overall, it's still too early to judge that trade. Uh, I, I, you can't say that I've won. I mean, McCaffrey hasn't done shit for me. I think he, I think he helped me win one week. I think that's, I think that's what's happened so far. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, right now, not having Jacobs Acres or that one ten is not making me like. I'm not dreading any of any of those decisions. So I'm not I'm not just like, oh my God, if I just had taken Bateman with the 110, or if I had just had Acres. I gotta say, like a few few months ago, I really wanted Cam Acres, but after that injury, it's just super unlucky. And so uh, uh, that is the reviewing of the old trade. Let's go ahead and get to the random stat. He says, because he knows he can get to the spot. There it is. The random stat is exactly what I put on this chat right before I started recording, which is there are only two more Sundays without fantasy football NFL regular season. And I can't wait. Someone was over at her house today and she's like, are you doing laundry? And I was just like, dude, I don't have any desire explaining to you why I do laundry on Sundays. It's because... I do laundry so I can watch Red Zone Channel because you can do laundry all day long and watch Red Zone Channel all day long. I'm doing the laundry. I'm watching Red Zone Channel and chatting with y'all. So I look forward to my laundry, (laughs) folding laundry and Red Zone Channel. Thank you so much for listening. You are absolutely the best for listening. And uh, look, you're the best. We're the best. And you know what? That's all I got. Let's be all done and... Forget what our closing lines are and cue music. We're out of here.